Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. Here's what's coming up today. The treble winners are in town, and once again, for the second time in a week, the town put in a superb performance, but ultimately leave with nothing. Is it now a case of we're happy with oh so close but no cigar, or do we now need to start getting some points? Elijah Adebayo gets his fourth goal of the season, and uh, he's going to be our player focus tonight. And up next, the most informed team in the Premier League, Bournemouth. Is this now a game that's a lot harder than we thought it was going to be? We will also have your free word reviews and much, much more. Now, as you can tell, I'm not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, that's a good starting point. It's a good starting point. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm bringing the average age right down. Hey. Um, <laughs> you're listening, Dave. <laughs> um, but I'm going to do my best for you. And uh, to help me get through, we have uh, the regular Stephen Pataro. How are you guys oh, doing? Hello. Yeah, we're wonderful, mate. Good, and mate. we're just free mates chatting. That's all it is. So, no, it'd be good. We're good. Yeah, don't worry, mate. I'd be nervous. You'd be absolutely fine. <laughs> Sounds good. I've had a more meteoric rise than Luton. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been one of you guys up here and I could go into your place. But let's see how we get on. So, yeah. Steve, uh, two o'clock on a Sunday, not not my favourite kickoff time, if I'm honest. No, exactly. Um, a real, real tough one. The weather was all over the place, but mm. there was still a buzz in the air from the Arsenal game, I think, and um, no Haaland in the in the lineup. Did it give you a sense of hope? Um, no, it gave me a sense of disappointment. I think one of the things that we wanted um, coming up is to see these fantastic players. And I, w- I was genuinely disappointed. Yeah, you know, as well, to be fair. You know, because, yeah, yeah I w- wanted to see him. And, you know, he's, he's a physical, aggressive player. Maybe some of our defenders might might have found that a bit easier than, you know, some of the outrageous movement and that. Yeah, yeah, Bataro? Well, like you say, was do we have sort of like a sense of uh, fair play, we can, you know, take him out of the equation kind of thing? I didn't because, you know, for example, they've got someone like Julian Alvarez, World Cup winner, he can step straight in and, mm. like you say, and yeah, it's just crazy the amount of talent they've got anyway. So, Strength in depth. yeah, because so they're, they're not thin on the ground, are they, with quality? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was the same as Steve. I, I really wanted Haaland to start and obviously play the game. Unfortunately, he couldn't because, well, I didn't think I was that way, but I was just more the point of test yourself against what, if not the best striker in, in yeah. world yeah. football at the moment. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into our f- uh, three word reviews. Um, Kev, beaten but proud. Clive, another one, uh, another close one. Uh, Justin says golf didn't show. Richard, big club bias. Um, ben, results will come. George, story of the season. Uh, Fran, changing the narrative. I know Rob Edwards uh, was saying about that, wasn't he? Uh, Gavin, new Townsend contract. Uh, Mike Barkley is magic, and Tommy deserved a draw. Um, Bataro, any of those uh, take your pick? Uh, let me check what Steve's gone for first. I'm not telling you. Oh, okay, fair enough. Then I think we'll go for the same one again, mate. All right, I'm upset you. But um, <clears throat> for me, it probably results will come. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I'm still not having the fact of you know we're going to go on this 
run without winning for however long that people I've heard a few people saying recently, but no, they will come. And I'm I'm very confident, especially after the last maybe two or three performance, two performances, should I say? Mm. So yeah, that's for me. I, I th- yeah, I think I think the um, the points have to come if we maintain that level of of play, you know, mm. and, and the intensity that we've played with, you know, yes, it, that's it. It, it would have to come, you know, we, we, we've had two fantastic games against the the you know two of the top top teams. Yeah. We've only been one goal adrift, but scoring four as well. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't want us to be a team that goes down with a load of accolades and people saying, yeah. "What a great show!" I want us to stay up, and if that means I'll loot the crap, but we stay up, then I'll have people yeah, saying, "Loot the crap." My one there is Kev beaten but proud. Mm. Um, it's kind of what you're saying, there, yeah. Steve, isn't it? It's are we now at that stage where, yes, Pete. Again, I guess it's with changing the narrative. People are understanding what we're about, but mm. points are going to keep us up. It, it depends where we want to be next season, isn't well, of it? Of course, it, yeah. It, it's, do we want to change that narrative and make people think differently about Luton Town? And okay, if we're in the Championship and, and then to come, mm-hmm. you know, come back up, we could attract other players and things. Or do we want to be in the Premiership next year? Do we want this? Well, of course, you know. Yeah. If we do, then beaten but proud is that enough? At, now we're nearly halfway through the season. I think the change of the narrative thing, I think that comes in hand in hand with mm. good performances and, you know, we, we've just got to then turn those in into points, you know. Um, I'm sure it's going to come, you know, uh, we, we've, well, we did have a marvellous back, but he's, he's gonna, yeah. now going to have, have another break. That was a bloody stupid booking, but we'll come <laughs> on to that. But, um, yeah, I, we're doing everything right. We, we just... Just need to sort of find that extra yes, little bit. It. It's just those key moments um, that are maybe letting us down. Maybe a lapse of um, concentration as well. Yeah, as, it, I, it, I think that's been our biggest downfall. Is the, is the lapse for me? Like I say again uh, against City. I'm sorry. Well, maybe obviously was it the first goal was it a lap or the second goal? A massive lapse in concentration from the back. I think was that the second one. What the one that Greenish yeah, got? Yes, it was that one. Yes, mm. that was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get into it anyway. So. Mm. We will. Um, just wanted. Uh, I've seen a, a bit of a mixture of it. Richard, big club bias um, across social media. I, I, it, it seems very much fifty-fifty. Some thought the ref was very, very biased. Others thought he was completely fair. Is there anything in that? The big club bias, Steve. I, I, th- I think it has been for absolutely years. Um, I think after um, the Villa game, I remember Villa fans. Uh, some of them commenting on on our pod and said. First season up, you're almost an outsider. You're not welcoming in the group and stuff like that, you know. Mm. And it, it does feel, you know, I mean, um, who's, is it uh, Silver? Bernardo uh, Silver. Uh, he was berating the ref for about five or six seconds because he gave a foul throw for yeah. someone. You know, and, and the, the aggression that he was doing it with, it should be, just book him. You I'm know, sure Pep, didn't Pep get a yellow card? Did Pep get carded as well? He, he might have done, but, but then you've got N- Nakamba who didn't kick the ball away. He sort of just held mm. it for like three quarters of a second and bang, have that. There's yeah. a, he has a yellow card for you. So yeah, yeah. I, I would suggest that anyone isn't who isn't one of the big six clubs, which six you ever want, you choose, everyone else will say there is yeah. a big club bias. But it's been for years. It, it's not a new thing. And like you say, obviously, Steve, about obviously uh, fans um, commenting saying, oh, you know, you're not part of the group, exception what you just said a second ago. I feel that as well, because what I hear on a, a regular basis in pubs and whatever else from these, you know, these plastic Premier League fans, you know, 
Mm. I'm a Man United fan, but I was born in Luton, one of those ones. Yeah. And all I keep hearing is, oh, you don't just need to get out of our league. Just get out of this league because you're, you're not put up a fight. You're embarrassing yourself. And that's all I hear quite a lot. I've seen not so much recently, but at the beginning of the season, it was very much like that. They're very clicky. Like, you know, certain fans. Well, I'm not saying it's everyone. But it just seems to be the idiots that don't go and watch their team. Yeah, really. but if, if someone yeah. has got that mindset, you know, if that's what they genuinely think, then yeah. they clearly don't know football. Well, this is it. Whoever the team is, you know, they've got yeah. no idea about what football is and, and how you go about things. I think the people that are within the game and people that have got half a brain about them, they're seeing well, I understand, yeah. what we're up yeah. to and, and we're starting to get plaudits, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I want points. I don't want plaudits. Well, Man City are one of the big six, and uh, let's let's get onto the game in a little bit more detail. Yeah. Um, so, three changes from the Arsenal game on Tuesday: um, Lockyer, Nakamba, and Giles for Osho, Pelly, and Kabore. Uh, we were saying about Man City missing a few players, weren't yeah. we? So, when we saw our lineup without Osho, Pelly, and obviously we knew Kabore was going to sit out anyway, but yeah. I think for me, especially without Osho in that lineup, I was a little bit concerned. Uh, yes. Taro, what did you think? Well, uh, this is it. I mean, the amount of injuries we've had, I think straight away I noticed that Maz Anderson was back on the bench. Mm. And I was very much like, okay, so obviously, uh, it, well, if Osho was sorry, was fit, I don't think Anderson probably would have been back on the bench so soon. Mm. But I think it's a little bit concerning <clears throat> the fact of recently, um, touch wood, not, nothing's happened to the players that have come back from injury, but they've been chucked straight in the deep end kind of thing. For, for example, Bell, when he came back, he was straight enough in the starting 11. Mm. Osho was the same as well. And I, I don't know about you boys, but I slightly get cons- I get slightly concerned. Sorry, when a player's been out for a X amount of months and then comes straight back into a team, it, it is it's a bit worrying. Yeah, but behind the scenes, they've probably been training for two weeks. Yeah, no, of course, I, um, I get that. you know, and the intensity of that training would be sort of building as, mm-hmm. as they get nearer to it. And you know, the, again, the science uh, guys that they yeah, wouldn't allow phenomenal. it unless they were at a level where they could compete. So I, I don't think that's that's the case. Um, I mean, because Osho, Osho had been out since the playoff final. He comes back, Villa, really difficult game. He was rusty. Yeah. He was off the pace. The next game, it was bloody immense. But this, this is what I'm saying. We said about Osho coming back, and he was rusty. For example, this mm. is what I'm saying. If a player comes back after say three or four months out, mm. and you chuck him in against, for example, say Arsenal or City, for example, you know what I mean? For example, you see, what I'm saying it, it's it's kind of tough to get up to the speed if you've not had match fitness or match uh, sharpness. Mm. Should I say? And Steve, do you think we've had our? Well, let me ask you this: Who who do you think is our best? Back three, if if they were all fit, who who's the best back three there? Um, I would love it if we could give Burke a body transfer, <laughs> because because <laughs> I, I think Burke is fantastic, but he's just so injury prone. Yeah, he's built um, like bit, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, I mean, Bell's struggling, but he's playing sort of. Um, bit more centrally um i like um osho i like mengi haven't seen enough of mads anderson yet but i think there was promise there but i think i can definitely give you two i, I think pace wise Lockyer at times is, is finding it difficult again but he's getting better i think his uh, reading of the really fast game is getting better but I think the two that have to be in there for me is, is Osho and Mengi. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. And, and as you can see, Steve, there I've got written down um, Lockyer or Burke as well. Yeah. But is, is, this the, is this the thing, though, Pataro, that we're sat here and we're, we're trying to pick out our, our best back three, if you like, and they, they 
so far this season, those three probably haven't played yet. Yeah, this our, is it. our back three, back five has been mm. hasn't been settled. And then you're going into the Arsenal Man City game. Mm-hmm. So actually the guys that have come in, have they done a, a, a great job? A brilliant job. Mm. Uh, to be fair, I can't I can't pick out any single player probably in the past maybe four or five games. Even let's focus on actually the last two games. Mm. Every man and every well, every man in that team or who was playing and who came on had done their job. Yeah, not a single player had failed to uh, play up to a uh, level. Do you know what I mean? You expect you don't expect. Uh, but they, they, don't, they, they all expect, played it at maximum yeah, level, didn't it. they? They they done great. And sometimes they, I think they've exceeded expectations for me, mm. especially like say um, with like Osho and Bell. They're, they're all very athletic players as well. Mm. These guys, Mengi as well. I mean, he's brilliant. We say it every single week. This guy is fantastic. How good is Mengi, by the way? Yeah. I want to know, Darren. How good is he? I think he's going to be. I think, if I remember rightly, when he came in, it was one for the future. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. they were, you know, not necessarily going to go out on loan. He, he was going to be off the bench. Around, and, yeah. and, and, and for me now, he's, he's a starter. Yeah. Well, I think for me, he's one of the first names on that team sheet now. Yeah. Mengi. Yeah. 100%. On, on Mengi, have a watch over the next few weeks. I, I feel maybe. Literally, the last five or ten, when he's really tired and spent, I, th- I think then is obviously when he struggles, whereas maybe some others can find a way. Just watch it over the next few games, and we'll have a chat right. about it again in, you know, in a few podcast time. But it's just something that I'm thinking, you know, when he gets really, really tired, his levels go down, which I understand, but whereas the others seem to find a way. Well, behind the back five, if, if, if you like, we've we've got our fabulous goalkeeper and Kaminsky, yeah, and, and, and again, uh, especially first half, what a half he had, Steve. Um, I've got yeah. got down here on, on Jacob's notes, eighty seconds. Uh, Man City had their first shot with Bernardo Silva, and um, and on nineteen minutes, uh, the, the one that he tipped over from Rodri. But um, how did yeah. you see Kaminsky's first half? D- just re- just really solid again. I mean, th- that one really really early, um, uh, Bernardo Silva sliced it wide, didn't he? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That it, was yeah. It was like me on the driving range. The way he sliced <laughs> that it was, a, it was a thing of beauty. But I think his best save in that half was the one from Foden, and it, you could see it hurt his wrist. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. he hurt it. That really hurt him because he was sort of like that he a little bit. Didn't he? Absolutely but, smashed it. But, didn't he? Again, and we were talking before we, we sort of come on air. Um, Foden finds just such wonderful positions in between the lines in his control. And placement of the ball was instant, and yeah, I mean that was a really difficult angle that he got that shot away at, and but he was down really quick, and held it. Yeah, just brilliant. He, he's he's had a great couple of months. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's fantastic, isn't he? Yeah. And, and Patara, the you know the changing of the narrative, and, and we spoke at length for, uh, with the Brentford game and how disappointed we are, and, and we've come mm. back with the Arsenal performance. Were you pleased that we, we picked up where we left off from Arsenal? That that first half, oh. maybe not quite the level of the Arsenal game, but it's certainly we weren't sitting back. Were you, were you pleased no, with that? Of course. I mean, I mean, of, of course I was pleased. I mean, to be fair, the fact that we've come out after losing 2-1, obviously another loss, no points, and mm. we're still smiling and so, so proud. Because all I kept saying yesterday was, I'm so proud of this team. It, mm. I wasn't getting like emotional, but I could feel like it was almost like the hairs on my arms were standing up. Yeah, you, you couldn't ask any more of it them. Was you know, yeah. Again, the the individual rise in quality and the awareness, you know, mm. it's really, really good. Another, another great game from Barkley. And our thought. fitness levels as well, they are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we touched on it in the previous pod. 
Um, Elijah's mobility has been a breath of fresh air because, as I say, you know, Morris has looked laboured. He's, he's looked slow. He mm-hmm. worked him like an absolute dog. But he was, again, he was aggressive. You know, he was getting to him. He was a pain in the ass for him. And, when, you know, whether we talk about it now or when we do the player focus, that goal, I loved it. We've spoke, oh, brilliant. We brilliant spoke goal. about it so many times on the podcast about be aggressive. You know, you are such a strong lad. Mm-hmm. Get up there and do it. And it really was, you know, the, the two defenders, nowhere near him. Hung in the air as well, didn't he? He was, he was just hanging there. Well, let's, yeah, yeah let's, go, let's come on to that goal. And, and even yeah. further back, Ross Barkley, Pataro. That, 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 <sighs> that, bit, that bit of skill, mm. um, sort of a little pirouette midway inside he's, our half. Honestly, he's looking like... Ronaldinho isn't he, at the moment he's, he's, he's really he's, believing it and he? yeah. he's really you, you can it. tell that this guy there was a reason that I think Chelsea paid 30 million or whatever it was back in the day there's a reason you get for that who who um, who was it that compared him to Maradona? Someone. Oh God! <laughs> well, he was going to be the new Gazza, wasn't he? That <laughs> yeah. that, that was widely uh, used that yeah, phrase. Yeah. So um, it was his pass out. I think it went out to Doughty. Doughty. Who then? Who then Up to, and, and, yeah. and do you know one of the things that in recent times sort of always bothered me about our players uh, is, is is when you're passing that ball along, you want to roll it into the player's stride. Mm. We, we, we tend to not do that. The way to pass has like, to spawn, doesn't it? Yeah. So the way to pass from Barkley to Doughty, then Doughty onto Townsend, and mm. Townsend can take it in his It just stride, allows like, it to yeah. flow, doesn't it? It was absolutely superb. And, and, then, and then when you've got the quality of Townsend. Mm-hmm, that cross, uh, that was something else, wasn't it? Eh? When, you wow. th- when you think... It was inside the six-yard box, so nearly everyone's got to, got to say, Edison, you, you've got to claim that. Yeah. But I don't know. So I, I don't know if it was like the, the whip or the angle on it. To me, it wasn't something that he could go for. Uh, you know, there was already two defenders yeah, there. It was a dip on it, Steve. Yeah. It, it, it was whipped and it, was, it dipped as well yeah, down. But, but yeah. Elijah was just miles above him. You know, he, yes, he, yeah, he, yeah. he physically outdone him. Like his Forest goal, he just bossed the guy and got him out the mm-hmm. way. And and this is what I'm loving about Elijah, because we've, we've said for ages he can do it, but he wasn't doing it regularly enough. But yes. he's, he's now I think we're he's finally now seeing a little it. bit of what, you know, when we first signed him in the Championship, I think he came in and he scored maybe something like five or six goals in ten games or whatever it was. Yeah. And he was like, you know, he had that little bit of trickery. He was he was an awkward, he was, he's mm. always a tricky customer anyway when he gets running. Mm. But he started to turn players inside out as well and put the ball through their legs. And I saw you saw it again, was it yesterday? It was, wasn't it? Mm. In City or Arsenal. He, he he was doing it to the players. He was putting the ball through their legs again and mm. went, turning them one way, going out. These players are like top international players. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Worth seventy million pound a pop, and he's doing that. To well, him. I'm a, thinking a, a comedy right. view of that is if Elijah doesn't know where the ball's going to go, then, then there's no way the defender can know either. So. <laughs> it's probably just like yeah, yeah. Did, um, he's got to knock it over there. Did either of you uh, see Townsend's uh, celebration when the yes. goal was in? Yeah, he you was know, loving it. If, wasn't he? if anyone's got what we're about, mm-hmm. you know, he's mm-hmm. he's come on board. He's fully got it. You yeah. know, it wasn't oh, I'm I'm here to you know, resurrect yeah, my career yeah. or anything. Yeah. It, it means something to him, he's doesn't it? He's got a it? great attitude as well. I mean, yeah. like the way the guy talks in his interview, he was saying how thankful he was for Luton for giving him another opportunity for it, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, and it's, it's just lovely to see because you see a lot of people uh, or players, should I say, that ex, you know, players that play for top teams like your Tottenham's and Newcastle, which he mm. has, a lot of them have an ego and he hasn't, he hasn't got an ego at all. One yeah. bit. And like, um, who is it in the freeware review? Uh, new Townsend contract from Gavin 100% oh, 100% sure to the end of the season at least yeah, yeah. well I can say I think his contract runs to January yeah. doesn't it so yeah. as we 
sit here now, Darren, you've definitely you're a definite yes for him, are you? Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he works hard as well, doesn't he? Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 not just on the pitch. You can imagine what he's bringing to the changing yeah. room as well. Well, going to say you, you might have heard, you know, as you're a fan of the podcast, um, <laughs> but but no, we discussed it um, a, a good few weeks ago when he first joined. The f- the first team had a couple of days off. He went in to work on his fitness, but also to help out with academy and sort mm-hmm. of the younger players on the coaching side. Model pro. Yeah. So it, it was 1-0 to us at half-time, and mm. I, don't, I don't think many, even us, saw that coming. <laughs> no. Um, but we knew what was coming the second half. Yeah, th- there was almost no. a, oh, God, <laughs> wasn't there? Just, oh, to be fair, I mean, I still feel like City really didn't create anything. I think like, we helped them out a little bit for one of the goals, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Bernardo Silva's goal, there's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry. What a what a strike. What a strike, by the way. And this mm. guy as well. I know it sounds a bit like a Man City podcast, isn't it now? But <laughs> can I already say Bernardo Silva, wow. Yeah. One of the best footballers I've ever seen live. And I've seen some very good footballers. And was, Wow. Uh, mm. Anything in the in the sort of foul in, on, on, on Lockyer in the lead up to that? The foul? Well, uh, if I, hang on a minute, have I missed this? Well, <laughs> well, at, at the time, it looked as if there, there was a foul. I mean, when you're watching a game live, and it's a very fast game, there was an awful lot of decisions that, again, we were just, where is this coming from? The, and, but at the time, it did look, because Lockyer, Lockyer went down. But I don't think it was. No, I, I, I don't. But again, it, um, on the socials, again, with this referee, the 50, 50 the, the bias, yeah. it, it just seems some people felt that yeah. it was a foul. I think Lockyer got to the ball first and it was a coming together. Mm. But well, the, I, can't push, I can't say anything because I haven't seen it. So that's really, that's poor of me, isn't it? I haven't even seen that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's terrible. but the second goal, um, I was basically saying, if this goal stands, because we were convinced it was handball. Oh, no, yeah. We, we were absolutely oh, convinced. Oh, you, you was un, under the illusion. I'll be yeah. honest, I straight away, I saw it hit him. Yeah. His face. I thought it hit his chest at but first. Apparently it hit his shoulder, but... Shoulder, face, yes. it was around yeah. that area. Yeah. We, we, we all sit the same end, don't we, gents? Yeah. And it, yeah. it's sort of a little bit difficult from that way, but... Um, I had someone call me an idiot. I was like, mate, I don't think it's handball. I said, I think it's either hitting me like in his chest or like his face or something. They've got you... You got no like fucking eyes or something, mate. And I'm like, hey, and straight away. I've gone down, pulled out a picture. I've gone, yeah. Is, is this? Um, but how how disappointing it's. You know, we've 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 taken the the, the, the treble winners and we're one new up and they've they've come back. And then two minutes later, there's a little thing here, isn't there? Not not necessarily on the opposition scoring, but um, when we've scored, we've conceded a couple of times this season. Yeah. Early. Yeah. Is, is there something wrong with our concentration that we can't reset? You know, very disappointing two minutes later to to go behind. I don't know. I'm not too sure. I don't know if it's a problem. I just think maybe, I think it's just the league where, the level we're at, I think. And I think sometimes we, you know, as soon as we get a goal, we get a bit confident and I think morale goes up a little bit. You get a bit of a boost. And I think sometimes we get a bit carried away with certain things. Well, again, it's something that we've spoken about on numerous occasions and we, we do seem to switch off mm-hmm. for a few seconds here and there, whether yeah. it be just after a goal or, or not. And you can't, you yeah, you just it. you just can't. And it's not just Man City or Arsenal because um, Brentford can do it to you, Newcastle can do it to you, you know, even Chelsea could do it to you. Hopefully not. Yeah. So I think it is literally just a split second of right. I'm going to take a breather, and you can't. It's done. You're yeah, in trouble. That, that was a big thing on uh, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night. Sorry, against Arsenal. Yeah, the the, the Where, throw in. Yeah, yeah. And they sort of, yeah. they thought, oh, I'll take another two for it. Take two, three seconds. They even picked it up. I think on um, I was watching it on Amazon highlights or whatever. Right. 
and they were saying you, you cannot switch off you cannot turn your back for a split second and we did and it was just like bang they're through they've knocked the ball over there you go and it's yeah frustrating but Steve a little while ago we were praising the defence and how well they're doing but it, it wasn't a comedy of errors but mm. do you do you feel we could have done better with that goal I mean um, Bell second game in a row could you know it was a yeah. half-hearted pass back um, maybe because he overhit the one for yeah. Arsenal Um but Bell could have done better. Mengi. Yeah, the, 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 this is it. The, there was two or three occasions where where the players will look at it and and Robbie Edwards and think that could have been better. That could have been better. That could have been more decisive, yeah. you know. But he, even the shot, it just seemed to seemed to go go straight through Kaminsky. Um, he didn't. He didn't hit it well, did he? Greenish? No, no, he didn't. Maybe he was expecting a bullet in the top corner. Yeah. So when he scuffed it again going back to me playing golf on the driving range uh, yeah it, it just trickled straight past him I remember um, Jürgen Summer let in a goal um, I think it was one of the FA Cup games maybe West Ham where he sort of went down on it on onto his knees and it just went at the side it was almost a little bit like that one you just thought well he's gone straight through him you know yeah yeah. And I, don't, the, I don't know who Jurgen Summer is. I'm not. Oh, who. He's so young, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just so old. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere in between. I think I, I do know Jurgen Sommer. Yeah. Oh wow. Moving on, anyway. Yeah. Moving, Moving on. on. I, I I'll be think... researching that in a second now. What? <laughs> but I think um, you know to lose to Man City in, in that stuff. If, if one of their star players cracks one in the top corner, you, yeah. you kind of go, but to, to lose to City in that fashion. <sighs> yeah. This is it. This is it. Yeah, that's, that's the most frustrating part about it, isn't it? The manner and how you concede the goal. Like you say, if it's like a one touch pass between like, and there's like 15 passes involved and it was all just quick and they, go, they split you apart. Because they do it, to, like you say, they do it to the yeah. best teams in Europe anyway. Yeah. They but do that, as fine. But, but yeah. Steve, we, um, we went 2-1 down, but I, w- I was really pleased with our reaction. Um, yeah. Actually, from, the, from that point, we... You know, it, it could, could it be three, four, fives from there? But mm-hmm. it wasn't. I, I thought we we got on the front foot. We kept going. You know what we were doing. Yeah. Um. And you know we certainly weren't out of it. Yeah. No. And I, I was pleased with um the changes that Robbie Edwards made. You know, you might have thought, okay, well Elijah has worked so hard. He's going to bring uh, Morris on, so it's going to be a like for like. But no, he kept them both out there. Um, I think it was right to to change uh, Nakamba when he did. You know, again, he's been out for a little while. Yeah, that's him. Um, and yeah, you, you know, Doughty, again, he, he works so hard, but he, he just flags, doesn't he? The last 10 minutes, you know, you, you can see it in him, you know, sort of shuffling over to take a corner. <laughs> yeah. He does not look like a footballer, does he? No, no. Did you not see him at full time? He was like, almost like... Like bent over, like sort of like yeah. Can say yeah. he, he really puts it in, but no, I was really pleased with our reaction on and off the pitch with the changes we made. We continued to be aggressive, you know. Even right at the death, we had that corner. Kaminsky came up, you know, just so close. And I, I was pretty dejected, to be honest with you, after the game yesterday. You know, maybe a little bit punch drunk from you know the Arsenal and previous ones. And you think we just we don't deserve to have lost that in my opinion you know we've done so well we've given so much and we've got nothing to show yeah, for it. it and I was just I want a win I want a win yeah yeah and like I say you know it's you know you deserve something out of like the City game the Arsenal game because like I said I see people after the game mm. waiting for a quick pint on the way home obviously shock uh, yeah I was going to say <laughs> shock horror but um and um 
<laughs> Stop it. As, as we sat Sorry, here I've with our down, co- by the way, you know, We've sat here with our coffee and our tea. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say was, I walk, as soon as I walked in the pub, everyone turned around and went, oh, you're right, mate. Fair play at Luton today. Played really well. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, you don't really want to hear. It's nice to hear that, but it's it, a bit it, like... It is nice. It's a bit it, of a kick in the backside as well, isn't it? It is, but it goes back to the... No points. Yeah. no points. You know, we're not getting what we deserve, you know, and I uh, say, I think there's a, a decent run of home games that, again, in this crazy world that we're now involved in, that you think they're achievable. We can target a lot of these yeah. games. So if we can double down and if we can perform with that level of intensity and desire against so-called lesser teams we really can be fine because... But we know it always doesn't, it doesn't always work. I, like I know it doesn't, crazy thing, I know it doesn't it. work out yeah. that way, but we've now got um, a striker who's got two goals in two games and been a monumental pain in the ass to the defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, second half, Ross Barkley done a beautiful move where he cut inside two players and he just sliced yeah. his shot. Yeah. And I, I thought, this, this is it. This is yeah. the moment because I know he scored against Arsenal, but if that one had gone in... He would have thought himself, "I've got my shooting boots on," and yep. then he'd have probably thought, "I am fully back now." Yeah. I think he, if, I think if he can get a weldy or an absolute lovely goal, mm-hmm. he'll be bossing games even more than he is at the probably moment. Probably get forward a bit more as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, for me, just one one other talking point in that second half, Bataro was Jacob Brown lucky. Very. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I cannot understand for the life of me how the hell he has not been sent off. Do you know what it is, right? The fact that they've gone to uh, VAR. Big, big club bias, mate. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. keep mentioning it, so yeah, it, might, it must be that. But, um, but no, he... How he, the hell? His, yeah. Both his feet were off the ground, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I thought he, he was rash against Arsenal. I don't think he mm. connected with the guy, but yeah, I think his pumped up maybe needs a little bit of uh, reining in a little bit, just on those couple of isolated moments. But yes, yes. again, such... Endeavour and work rate from him, and uh, and I think he's just got a couple of yeah. incidents uh, wrong. I think he's maybe a bit too committed sometimes because the thing is with Jacob Brown, he um, we know how hard he works, and he's always had that reputation at Stoke and uh, I think Forest Green before that, how good he was, his work rate and blah blah. blah. And he obviously, some they said some people said a few times he does like to when he goes for it, he never ever shies away. And it's like, you can see that as well. Yeah. So I don't know what you thought, Dan. He was he, he was lucky when he was. He, he should have gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. He, I think he was very lucky. But um, you know, maybe they even done a talking point on Sky Sports earlier. I was watching it on the ref watching. You know, even though like half oh, yeah. like idiots anyway. But um, but no, they were saying a hundred percent. I can't yeah. understand how yeah. VAR checked it. I think it was like a two minute check as well. And it was like yeah. how. Yeah. yeah. We got away. We'll with take that. it though. Yeah. Um, I wanted to move on to the the, the stats here and. Um, Producer Jacob's done me no favours whatsoever on, no. my, on my first show here. Yeah. No, he's obviously a Sky Blue fan, it's, it's, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you've got the Sky Blue jumper on, Steve, and, and, and Jacob's... <laughs> it was navy, it's just old. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, we've got, we've got nine, uh, nine facts down here, and, and four of them about Man City. Oh, um, wow. So we're going to skip through those. Um, just a couple about Luton. Um, uh, with nine points from 16 Premier League games this season... Uh, one, two, drew three, lost eleven. This is Luton's lowest ever tally at this stage of a campaign in their football league history. Does that count? Does, does, no, because does, no, it, it, no be, you can't compare. No, be, because of again the upward tra- uh, trajectory that the club has had over the last eleven or twelve years. The 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 the, the financial gulf now that exists yep. more than any time ever before in football history. 
you know, w- w- you know, we're not David against Delioth. Delioth. Sorry, what we got in that cup? Uh, brandy. Yeah, yeah that's, but, that's not but, tea, but is it? No, the the, the gulf be- between who we're playing against is so much more. So mm-hmm. no, no, you, you, mean, you can't compare. You, you, well, I mean, for example, compare the Premier League now, this season, or the last couple of seasons, compared to like maybe 15, 20 years ago. It's a different, completely different yeah. animal. Yeah. Completely. Okay, so the, the other one, Bataro, uh, Luton haven't kept a clean sheet in 19 matches. Um, we, we, you know, we are toppling over all these stats, um, you know, in, in the Premier League, but the one thing we do need is a clean sheet. Yeah. Is, is that yeah, concerning? It. Uh, it's, it's vital. I don't... You keep yeah, a clean sheet, yeah, you, you've you know got what? one point guaranteed, didn't you? To be fair, I don't know, yeah, I mean, concerning... Mm, depends on how you're losing games or how what you're doing in the games are you, you losing um, you're getting smashed every week the fact that we're conceding probably on average what one and a half two goals a game or whatever I don't think it's the end of the world but I also think in order to go sometimes go forward and get a few more goals which we've been doing recently I think we're, we're going to be a bit more exposed at the back so I think that's part of it so yeah okay so um, let's get on to our player focus then we, we spoke about him a little bit earlier on Elijah Adebayo Um We've got down here, does he have a better impact in the starting 11 or from the bench? So we, we've, we have a few in here from uh, ads. Uh, so he struggled at the start of the season when playing in a different formation. Needed some time out of the starting 11 and looks like he's benefited from it. Partnership with Jacob Brown seems to work more and that's probably from Brown doing the legwork, which Morris yeah. wouldn't do. Uh, and he says, for me, he starts. Elijah has shown that he's fitter than last year and Sunday was probably one of his best games in the Luton shirt. The amount of pressing he was doing showed that fitness. Morris looked laboured at uh, sorry. Morris looks laboured at present, and Elijah's taken his chance. Uh, Johnny, start him at home for sure. The legwork and the press with the right players around him is such a such a threat. A definite start with the home noise when we really want to take it to the opposition. Morris fits more a structured approach like tough away fixtures, in my opinion. Uh, Jmo, I remember when when we went from League Two to League One, Hilton had been bagging a. Had been bagging, and everyone expected Hilts to smash it, and Co- and Colo stepped up. Mm. Well, this is almost a tongue twister. I think, <laughs> I think, I think this might be Elijah's breakout season. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Kev really good recently, and should start. Seems more of a nuisance and fresher than Morris, yeah. and a different challenge to what op- opposition defenders get from other teams. Oh, Viking Adebayo has to start on current form. Morris has looked ineffective, while Adebayo seems a constant threat. Once he tries to run into a, once he. Once he try tires, tires. Yeah. That helps if I can read. Once he tires, it's, it's been <laughs> and a long day. Awesome as well. <laughs> yeah. wow. Once he tires or or run into a bad vein of form, Morris gets a gets a go again. Mm. And finally, Chris Rob Edwards has managed him well. Early in the season, he wasn't quite at the level, so was right to come off the bench and build some confidence. But since the goal at Forest, he's been excellent. And to see him scoring big headers is exactly what we need him to do. Starts for sure. And to be honest, at some point with Morris too, as we're going to have to be brave yeah. to get wins. That's true. So pleased, so pleased for Eli though. Great lad. Mm. So Steve, any, any one from you there? I mean, they're all kind of similar, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, I think everything Andy said is absolutely bang on. Um, yeah, Elijah, fitter than last year. I mean, particularly the season um, when we... Uh, lost to Huddersfield in the playoffs. I think nearly every game, Elijah would crawl off with his ankles hurting and that. So, yeah, he is so much fitter. I think he's a big confidence player and I might even include confidence in his physical ability. There is no doubt 
as Kev says, more of a nuisance and fresher than Morris. You know, Morris is, was doing all the work that he could, but because Elijah's got more of a burst of speed, he's getting to the defenders. He's making the defenders do a wayward pass more often than Morris could. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think everything Andy said is is in spot on. Just to, while you was reading those out, Darren, just a little observation, and I could be completely wrong. After that miss against Tottenham, you know, Elijah always comes across very philosophical when he's talking about things, good and bad. But I'm just wondering if he maybe gave himself a bit of a rocket after that one. Because I think, was it the next game or a couple of games later, was the Forest one? Yeah. Where he got that lovely goal. I'm just wondering if he gave himself a bit of a rocket or if someone said, look, maybe you're a bit of a crossroads here. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. But he, he seems to have just come in with such vigour. I do, I do agree with the fact that I think he is a confidence player. Though. I think, mm. I think it's massive for him. As soon as he like, you know, doesn't get his own way or he misses a, a sit off, his head does go down. But obviously, that I think he'll learn from obviously that experience and whatever mm. else. Time will tell. But like you say, I, like, I don't know if he had a rocket. If give himself, hopefully you'd hope. Well, like to think he would have. Yeah, because surely from your own sort of like personal point of view, if we were footballers. I'm sure you like would want to do progress every single week. That's natural. Mm. But it, you have it, to tell yourself sometimes. Yeah, you it, it just better. seems from yeah. that moment. He's gone, gone upwards. What? Where do you think his values at? What, what's he worth now? He's he's got four goals in the in in, in the Premier League. I I, th- I think for good money, you've got to do it over a sustained period yeah. of a sustained period of time. I'll put um, it this way: we signed him for three hundred fifty, didn't we? He's yeah. got to be worth easy ten times that now. Yeah, oh, you, you would so, you would yeah. think so, but you know, the last season in the in the Championship, uh, for large parts of it, he he didn't contribute. I think Morris was bossing bossing the show then. I don't know. Maybe the the dynamics of it suits his play a little bit more, even though it's a higher level. You know, it, it, it might work out that way, but I don't think it's fair to put a value on him. To be honest with you, um, yeah, you can say two and a half, three million. Because I, I don't know if it's true. Because someone said on uh, on Twitter, he's had four shots this season and he's got four goals. So we'll, we'll see. I saw it. Don't know if it's true. I'm not saying it is, but well, this is what we said earlier. Surely it can't be true. That one against Tottenham was a shot. We had, we had this discussion before the thing, didn't we? You, did, you he, came as trying to. His he didn't get control. the shot off. He controlled it out of play. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not having that. That's a shot. I'm saying no, it's not having that at all. That is a shot. He scores when he wants. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just one thing that I wanted to touch on. You're saying about him believing and everything. Um, I don't know whether any, uh, if you two heard. Uh, Townsend's interview on the radio this morning. No, um, and he he was saying about uh, the the club and the team having belief, and he was sort of saying at the start of the season, I don't think they they actually believed they could, they they believed they could defend, mm-hmm. yeah, but they didn't believe they could go and attack teams, yeah. And as we've gone on and we've scored and 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 got a few results mm-hmm. here and there, they've started to get the belief. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be all the way through the squad but yeah. maybe you're right with Elijah you mm. know he gets a goal I'm a Premier League goal scorer I yeah. can do this you know it's not long ago he was Walsall League 2 wasn't it yeah, yeah that's, that's right it's, that's right it's a huge rise so you know each we've had a lot of different goal scorers this season haven't yeah. we you know so each one which is also a good thing as well I believe mm, yeah. yeah 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 so although Adebayo's on four we've you know it's a good spread across the mm. team isn't it so yeah. each time a player's getting an assist or getting a goal they're getting that belief and yeah um we're going to need it for the second half of the season. Yeah, aren't we? absolutely. Huge, yeah, it's huge. Um, so, um, some club news, uh, some bits and bobs. Um, we've had the, uh, the 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 FA Cup draw. 
And we've got Bolton Wanderers. Mm. I think that, good could, tie. that could be a great tie. Good tie, yeah. 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 They're on form as well, aren't they? So it gives us a mm-hmm. bit of a test. I know yeah. people are saying, oh, they're a League One team, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're, they're a big yeah. traditional big yes. club. Yeah. Um, and it's the FA Cup as well. We all know what happens. Mm. So, yeah. Am I right? Is Mendes Gomez there? Yes, he is. But he can't get a game, I'm seeing. Oh, really? Because they're playing tonight. I, don't, I haven't seen the team tonight, but I've been looking through a few, obviously, previous Bolton games, and yeah, he can't get a game. I think the last 10 minutes, he gets a few run-outs every now and then, and that's it. So, um, well, I said at the start with the Man City game, so that, that um, FA Cup game has been moved to the, the Sunday at 2 two p.m. Yeah, international, um, <sighs> uh, I'm telling you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. overseas. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, Kaminsky wins Castrol's save of the month for the double save against Palace. Mm. Again, uh, very much deserved, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, so next up is Bournemouth, sold out, um, oh. fantastic support as ever. Mm-hmm. As I said in my intro, if we went back five, six weeks, we would have looked at this as going, mm. got to go there and get three points. Mm-hmm. Um, am, I, am I right in saying they're the most informed team in the Premier League at the moment? Four wins and a, Four a draw a at spin, the last yeah. five, and the draw was against Aston Villa. Mm. Um, oh, of course, yeah, it was the one old draw, was it? Yeah, if, Some, I, th- yeah. I think so. Um, Steve, is it? H- how do you think we're g- we're going to approach this game? We've had two games at home now since, since the Brentford game, and and for me, even back to the Man, Man United away game, where yeah. I, I just don't feel we had a go. Mm. Do we now go away to Bournemouth and play as we? I, I know we're going to be away, but play as we did against Arsenal and Man City, and and have a go. Or do you think we'll see Morris back up at, at top and us playing the the low block? Because we're away from home. No, I. For, for me, the best form of defence is to attack yeah. or have the ball as far away from our penalty area as you can. I'm. I am looking if everyone's fit and energy levels are good. I'm looking for Elijah to start again because the press from the front at the moment is so much more efficient mm-hmm. that enables. Barkley and Townsend and Doughty to be further up the pitch where they can affect things more. I'm looking for more of the same, maybe that first elusive clean sheet. But, you know, I really I really want us to get something from that, obviously. I think we can get at least a point. I know they're doing great, but I think... Of course. I, th- I think we're going to start to see a, a resilience now. Um, Pataro, so the next four games, Bournemouth away, Newcastle home... Sheffield United away, Chelsea home to finish off this calendar year. Um, from those four games, how, how many points? Oh, here we go. So, one point against Bournemouth. Newcastle home would be a point, I think. I think we'll beat Sheffield United. Go for, there we go, five. And a draw against Chelsea, so six. Six, is that enough? Uh, I would be happy with six, to be fair, mm. I think. I don't think we're going to get any points out of Bolton. Because it's oh, a, do you know what? <laughs> so, what you're so predictable. I was thinking to myself, do you know what I mean? I've never cracked something about the Bolton one. I but knew, be, I knew you. But because you can't <laughs> deliver a line, that's why you didn't bother doing it. Yeah, well. um, seven points: one at Bournemouth, three against Newcastle, three against Chelsea. I think I'm with you, Steve. <laughs> I think I'm with you. I, it's oh. a, it, you know, it's a, it's a good time to be playing Newcastle and, and, and Chelsea. Let's hope they're still in the. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that ba- ba- based on current situations. Mm. Rel- again, it's relatively speaking, Batari, but it, it isn't a bad time to be playing these teams. <sighs> no, of course, but I, I've been, I'll be honest, I'm kind of looking, I think there's no right or wrong time to play anyone. I think it's just, I'm very much like that. I just 
mm. on the day it is what it is. If we if we give the best account of ourselves that we can, I I, I think yeah, anywhere between five and seven points. So yes, yeah, so pretty similar. Go so, on. Sounds good. You, you go I, for. I'm, I'm, I'm seven points. I seven, think. Yeah. yeah, and and I'll take that. And and do you know if we're within seven points of the teams above us going into the new year yeah. into the second half of the season, we've got half a chance. I think. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But like you say, we do need to turn performances into results now. That's that's yeah. that's the major thing now for us. It, Christmas period is massive. Get, getting general. our just desserts. Yes, I agree. So. Guys, thank you ever so much for having me. Darren, along. thank you. Awesome, mate. Thank you. Superb. Thank you. You're far too kind. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, get us on the socials, uh, leave comments below, and um, we'll see you next week. I would like, I'd like to say one more thing as well. Dave, if you're watching away from Oz, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs>